<laughs> All right, folks, welcome to another episode of The Movie Fellas. We're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to take a break from our traditional format, and we're just going to talk about current events in the horror genre. You know, sometimes talking about current events is actually viable, too, I guess. So. And, uh, and also pretty fun when you know what to say. But I don't know what to say, so let's get to it. Yeah, Nick doesn't know what we're going to talk about. I haven't actually, I have not pre I have not prefaced him with the topics ahead of time. He told me, he said, he said, listen, just let me know on the spot. I don't want to hear about it. Let me react in the moment. Yeah, because then you get my theories, my, my very super A-plus theories. Yeah, and you know, Nick is, uh, Nick's theories, that might have to be a podcast one day by itself because <laughs> I got to say, they get worse and worse and worse. No, that's just to be a segment for when we start doing full YouTube videos like Nick's theories. Nick's theories, multiverse of madness theories. I don't know what to call it. So. And before I do anything, of course, let me mention again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Movie Fellas. And the podcast is cool, but very shortly, you're going to start getting some bonus content on YouTube. We're putting together the production for it right now to get that up and going. So look for that very soon. I don't remember doing it, but apparently we did it. Well, we did because you got pissed off that Jared Pedalecki was in it. Of course, folks, it was about 18 weeks in a row where motherfucking supernatural actors made cameos in our podcast every week because every movie we did happened to have some kind of weird cameo from them. I guarantee Unacceptable. You, I guarantee you, I look it up, though I could probably still find a supernatural cameo in every movie we watch. I'm, no, I, I believe you. I'm actually, you know what I'm surprised? Daniel Harris never actually made an appearance on Supernatural. That is surprising. That one surprises me. You'd think that would be one she would jump for. She's great on Boy Meets World. If you want to see that classic masterpiece, Freddy vs. Jason, and hear Nick's thoughts on that, which are a little bit out of whack with how most people feel, if you want to see somebody who truly hates that movie with undying passion, that would be Nick with Freddy vs. Jason. I need to rewatch that <laughs> I re-listen to it. I think you were in a bad mood that day when you reviewed <laughs> that movie because you, you came in locked and loaded to kill that movie. <laughs> so... Um, spe- speaking of Friday the 13th, I've been watching a podcast called Teachers Off Duty, and I found out they are currently number 10 most listened to podcasts on Spotify, and all they do is ramble about nothing. Really? Uh, for the first 10 minutes, they are literally picking on each other because one of them, for some reason, is still on their phone when they start recording. So they just start fucking with each other on that. And then they start telling the stories of what they're there to tell because they're teachers off duty. Their main, most of their stories is classroom based. Huh? It's pretty funny actually, but it, it, I think it's more the camaraderie that people are liking. So we should probably do that more. We do that anyways. (laughs) That's, that's baked in every podcast we do. So baked, baked into it. Half baked into every podcast. Half baked. Oh my gosh. We're doing weed. No, get your mind off the gutter, right? We're doing do. Oh, well, speaking of do, two liter do. Uh, again, Mountain Dew, if you're listening, give us a sponsorship because we are clearly this podcast is fueled by Mountain Dew every week. I mean, seriously, if you can get Char- if you can afford Charlie Day, you can afford me. Absolutely true. Just literally start sending me twenty four packs of Code Red Mountain Dew, and I will sponsor you like crazy. Charlie Day or Nick at Night? I'm taking Nick at Night. All right. So, so I play Fresh Prince of Bel Air every night. I mean, I do own the show. But oh, every I, night? I don't play it every night, but... Every other night? Every yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, every Tuesday I'll pop in a random DVD and be like, oh, what, what am I going to watch today? 
Oh, hey, Will in an earthquake. He's trapped in the basement on a tricycle. Sitting on a tricycle, girl, getting on my nerves. I sometimes play, uh, I'm like that with the Martin show, <laughs> because they play like all night on BT, so mm-hmm. I'll have it on Sling and just play that sometimes. There's a couple, there's a certain couple of shows where they're just very comforting to go to sleep to. I'll say that for sure. And Rest in peace, Will Smith's career. I think it'll, um, it'll bounce back. I think he'll be... Um, in 10 years, when everyone forgets that he slapped <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think what people want is just to see him talk about it. If he can talk about it and just like make people sympathetic towards him and give some decent explanation, well, I think that'll go a long way. Right now he's been quiet, so all you have is the slab. But if he can like clear there's something going on with his mental health and if he can like communicate that, I think he'll get some sympathy. Well, for Will Smith, that's easy because everyone lo- loved Will Smith before this situation. Hell, I guarantee you a, a lot of his fans – Still love the guy. They just think that he did something stupid. I don't think so. <laughs> by listening to his cheating wife. I, 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 got, a, I got a close friend who, uh, like you, Will Smith was his number one. Will, still, Will Smith is still my number one. For him, it wasn't. And his thing was, and I agree with this too, it doesn't mean you retroactively dislike anything Will Smith's done in the past. Like, you still watch Fresh Prince all that. But his thing was like, that said... I don't like him going forward because the person he is now, I don't want to watch his movies because I'm going to think about the slap. And that makes perfect sense to me. The duty is now, the future movies he's do- he does is post-slap. Like Fresh Prince, you can watch it. I'm like, oh, that's 21-year-old Smith. There's no slap there. But I can see watching future projects and like n- not being able to not think about the slap. That's the issue with him going forward. So you do know uh, Bad Boys 4 was announced. They were doing it. And a lot of people even asked the director and the producers and all that, is Will Smith still going to be in that movie after the slap? And the producer and director is like, we need him in the movie. You can't, he is the main character. You can't do bad boys, not Will Smith. And Martin that, Lawrence is announced also for it, but he's probably going to have such a minor role. Because technically part three was supposed to be his going away movie for the bad boys. Hell, I think Martin Lawrence retired from acting until bad boys for life came out. He'll come back for the money, though, because they'll give him a payday. And you can't really do that without Martin either, so. Well, yeah, yes and no. I get the if, it, f- if it's just Will Smith, then it's going to bomb. Well, it's going to be Will Smith and his random Spanish bruja son. That will bomb. <laughs> Did you not see how badass the son was? That he will bomb. Will Smith's ass. That sounds like generic Will Smith movie that's going to bomb. If you don't it's get the trailer showing him and Martin having fun together, that's the whole bad boys formula. And, and you know what? Bad Boys 5 is going to get rid of Will Smith and it's going to be Martin Lawrence's son-in-law, the Marine guy that's with, that you see once in Part 3 and once in Part 2. Yeah, that really big guy. that they here's, how, here's how you do the movie. You open the movie with Will Smith, right? He dies. He's fighting the villain, right? He slaps him. <laughs> villain shoots him in the face. <laughs> Cut to his funeral and his son has to avenge his death by taking out the bad guy. Now everybody's like, the, the audience gets what they want because they're like, ooh, shot Will Smith in the face. And then the audience is like, oh, but now this is a good movie because his, his, his son has to get the revenge. So. And he's partnered up with oh, and Martin Lawrence's son-in-law, who is a Marine, so he knows how to fight. And the villain in the movie is Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Chris Rock who shoots him in the face. So well, it's like super meta. <laughs> now everybody, everybody, and Will Smith now is forgiven. And all his future movies, they're like, okay, he made fun of it. He poked fun at it. So now we like it. So. It's cost Why too you much. keep looking outside? Those cost too much. 
Is there someone out there? No. Is, is there a ghost face killer? Yes. God fucking damn it. She's lo- he's he's looking for. She. No, no, he's he's asking he's asking where Nev Campbell is, and I don't I don't know. She's, well, she ain't gonna be in the next movie. She's not in the movie, unfortunately. So yeah, they wouldn't pay her her ask. And it, she's, did did you not think of? I was I had a flashback thinking about because we just watched part two of Friday Thirteenth. I was thinking about the whole Alice thing, and I was thinking about well. This seems very similar. It's like, you know. Well, the only difference is she is Nev Campbell does make the point that she made the franchise. And if she didn't make the franchise, why was she in every single movie up to date? So she does have a point that because I because I've been in every movie, made the franchise and I'm older, I believe I should get more money because why else would this character continue fighting these ghost face killers? Yeah. And why would Ghostface continuously keep going after Sydney? Yeah, and I think the fact is, I mean, personally, how I honestly feel, I did honestly feel like her role for me was pretty much wrapped up in the last one. I felt like, hey, let's let Sydney go live in harmony now with her family, and you know, it doesn't make sense for her to come back in the next one per se. That said, and that's fine if that naturally happens, it's cool. But when you hear the idea of that, hey. They had a planned role for her, but she's not coming back for money. That's where you get a sour taste in your mouth because you're like, oh, well, maybe they had a good thing for her to do in the movie. They found something good for her to do, and now she's not coming back for money purposes. That leaves a, a bitter taste because you're thinking, hey, you killed off Dewey. You're not paying her. So it makes me, I don't know. It actually just makes me wonder if. The new guys who's making the Scream, that's starting the Scream 6 as well, if their whole thing was to get away from Sydney, I mean, we pretty much do have two new main characters. So maybe their whole thing was, we don't want to give you this money because we want the series to go away from you. Maybe they have the same thought process as us. Why the hell would she continue putting herself in this situation? Why the hell would Ghostface's especially nowadays, continue going after her. I get it, but because she's been in every movie... I mean, she deserves whatever she's asking, I'm sure. Well, I was saying, because she's been in every movie, we don't, we don't know if Scream works without the legacy characters. We're about to the, find out. The Scream TV show was not really successful. You had the Scream legacy, the Scream name, you had Ghostface as a TV show. Nobody you, watched it. I thought you said you liked it. I'm not saying I disliked it, I'm saying nobody watched it. It's not no, pop- watch it. it went through what three, four seasons? Three seasons. Somebody had to have watched it. <laughs> no, nobody cares about the TV show. It's- if no one cared, why would they have gone past season one? Because it was on MTV, and then and then VH1 played it for a season. <laughs> like I said, if it did not do good for one season, they would not have been renewed for the second. It was only because of the Scream legacy, but it didn't do well. It wasn't a hit. Nobody can. It's not canon. Nobody cares about it. There's no thought of a new season. Everybody hates it in hindsight. It's the worst thing ever. It should be on Tubi. That's all I'm saying. So my, my point is that we don't know how important she is because we haven't seen a movie without her. My gut instinct is the next one's going to bomb probably. So we'll, well see. remember, our whole thing with part three was we feel like she should not have been in it in the first place. My point is that <clears throat> these movies make a lot of money. If you watch the trailers for each movie, they heavily feature Sydney in the trailers. Even this last one, part five... The trailer revolved around Sydney still. When you change that to 
random Joe Schmo now becomes generic slasher movie for some people. And they're just like, hey, well, yeah, I'll watch that on video. I'm not going to go to theaters to see that because there's no legacy characters. Yes, maybe you'll have like a, a Gale cameo, but no. how much can Gale do? So to be fair, I most likely will see it in theaters just because Jenna Ortega is still in the movie. I'm a fan of Jenna Ortega. She's a great actress. I'll see it too because Kirby's back too. Allegedly. No, she is. She signed on. Oh, no. She signed up, but how long? The first time. I mean, does she? The opening scene. They're going to. They're going to kill her off. They're going to like. <laughs> the, only, the fans that are going to see her, basically, they're going to be so pissed to see her die. Because <laughs> how does she fit in the story? I don't know. but We'll find out. But I just think that my point is that there's never been a horror franchise where it had the same main character, basically, in all the movies. I know how Kirby's coming back. She was Sam's babysitter. I mean, timeline fits. And she, Kirby's what? Ten you, years older than Sam. You don't think that's like an 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 amazing coincidence of epic proportions? That's like an extra, like an, an enormous. Wow! Hey, the girl who got attacked. I babysat her. I got attacked too. That sounds like terrible fan fiction. Unfortunately, watch that happen. I don't think so. I think that or Kirby dies in the beginning. Maybe she and everyone's gonna be pissed. Maybe she's a professor at the the college they go to. Again, for, I also prefer to follow Jenna Ortega instead of Sam. That's not gonna happen. Sam is clearly being set up as the main person. Or Sam's gonna be the main villain at the end of this trilogy. Didn't they say they're setting this up as a trilogy? Sure, and Scream Four was gonna be a trilogy too. Yeah. And then they and then. People did not like the original ending, those piece of doo-doos. There, there, there's two things happening that you have to be cautious about. The new one is clearly being rushed. The last one just came out. The new one they want in theaters, what, like in the next like six, seven months? Oh, no. I think like January, February. So literally one year after. Well, I mean, some... So, very, sometimes that works, but sometimes it's like, oh, they're like, oh, more money. Let's make it as quick as possible. I think, I think, I feel like two years is a good... Sequel well, two years time definitely would be good if you're putting your time and your money to it. Well, Another, well, one year later and cutting out Sydney, those are both kind of red flags. I don't know. Well, like I said, we'll see. I mean, this is the same crew that still did Part 5, and Part 5 is still a fun one for me. I don't think Part 5 is going to age well. When you watch in 10 years and that whole fucking speech about recalls no, makes no sense to people that, like, they put stuff in there that's not going to age well. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, part it's, it's four too, is not going to age it's well. It's too 2022. Part four is not going to age well. Part, part four, four already didn't age part correctly. Four, part four has aged well. Part four doesn't age people, correctly. People love part four. I hate part four. It's better than part five. No. And and I think... and I don't know why. I actually still like part... I think the, it's still... They're the same movie, but part four has better characters. I don't know why. No, part... Well, okay. <laughs> the characters of part five suck in hindsight. But I, I still think it's the way they portrayed Ghostface in Part 5. I just feel oh, like yeah. it's more menacing than Part 4, which is weird because Part 4 was just as much. Actually, I think Part 4 was even more so a uh, killing machine. Because Part 5, they kind of bring back that he can still be hurt. It's a goofy kind of killer. But once he gets his stride in it during that kill scene, he becomes very menacing. Yeah, no, I think Part 5 <laughs> had the best Ghostface. And I'll say that for sure. But I think everything else in hindsight, when you watch it back like 10 times, like well, if I'm we... I'm not watching it 10 times. Well, if we 
post whatever go back and rank the franchise like five years from now watch them back to back I think it's going to be one of those movies that holds up very well in the immediate aftermath when you first watch it but when you're like five years later when you're like just like this bitch is talking about recalls and explaining this is way too meta and well, for me and you, it would make sense, but for, say, our kids... Yeah, somebody who's, like, 10 years old right now, like, <laughs> in five years, they're going to be like, what in the hell? But, okay, that's Yeah, fine. for me and you, it makes it would make sense, so we would probably still get enjoyment out of the movie. If you go, I'm on the Scream forum, and, like, what I see now is that people, in hindsight, they feel like Dewey's death was stupid. And when they first saw it, they are like, oh, that's amazing... But now they just feel like this is a fucking idiot. Why do you, how do you how do you die that stupidly? Or they feel the writers like why would you kill him in such a stupid way? Or I mean, I disagree. I mean, Dewey's been an idiot in every movie, so he always <laughs> he's been an idiot in every movie. This he, is di- actually, he, he dies in every movie. So. This is actually the only movie where he really wasn't an idiot, and this is when he dies. Because I'm sorry, he's probably I, he's the best part of this movie. No. Well, what are you expecting to see in part six of Scream? For sure, one thing is you have to kill off one of the characters who survived part five. Uh, I guarantee you. So one of those teens have to go. I guarantee you it's probably going to be either Chad or it's going to be the girl. I forgot her name. Mindy. Mindy, yeah. It's going to be one of those two. Something tells me probably Chad. Some, a, a lot of people actually liked Mindy. I thought she was annoying as shit. Yeah, but if they're... Um if they're mimicking the original trilogy and Randy died in part two. Then Mindy should be the one to die because she's more of the movie buff than Chad was. And Chad is the only male character left. Is, is there another male character? It's all women then. Yeah, it was all women. Yeah, so my, my expectations, I expect a slightly lesser movie because the truth is when they made part five, they probably took their time with the script and put a lot of stuff they wanted to see in the movie. Especially being Wes Craven's legacy. Yeah, let's be honest. Now it made money. They immediately, within like three to four months, had a new script out for part for the next one. It's just from a writing perspective, there's no way it's going to be as sharp as the last one. Maybe they're genius writers. I don't know. So well, maybe it will be, but I don't know. Or maybe the writers have been working on this script for about two years. Maybe while they're filming part five, they were working on part six. Why, why I don't think so is because if you, if you read about the idea that they didn't even know with Chad and Mindy, like Chad was a last second idea of like, they filmed him alive and dead and then they, they liked the actor. So they were like, oh, let's just let him live. Oh, so we got a Dewey situation. Yeah. So when you're doing stuff like that, it doesn't really make you think like, oh yeah, we have this crazy elaborate plan for the trilogy. It's like you're in the movie deciding uh, who, who should live, who should die. Like It's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't make me think you had a planned out trilogy per se. So for me, I just do feel like if you know you're doing a trilogy, Shouldn't you have the end also? You should have where it begins, the end game, and then you should be, know what points you want to make throughout the whole trilogy of movies. There's somewhere, it's a blank notebook. They had an outline. They had to said part five, this happens. Said part six, we don't know. Part seven, they said Stu is revealed to be the mastermind. That's all they got. They know the end point is Stu is alive. So they got to work their way up to Didn't Stu Didn't you just alive. tell me Stu was still dead? In my world, he's dead. <laughs> but the fans want Stu back. In Probably because Matthew Lillard, even though I guarantee you a lot of people didn't care for his acting back in the day, now a lot of people love his acting. Because he created a memorable performance. <laughs> With every role he's done. Yeah, I mean, 
people love Stu now. Yeah, because they watch it, they're like, dude's just going for it. Um, yeah, he definitely had fun with the role. I want him to come back, right? For like five minutes, and then someone drops the OLED TV on him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck, not again. And a big-ass 70-inch <laughs> OLED Samsung <laughs> drops on his face. Oh, the real comedy is it's curved, so it completely messes his face. Yeah, and then, and then he's also like, he's like, this skinny ass TV, I'm still alive. <laughs> and you got it. This hurt. The last TV hurt, hurt way more. It was <laughs> right. a big ass, thick, old, thick TV. And then Amber with her burnt ass chica face is somehow still alive, even though she got shot the fucking smithereens. No, Amber's gone. No, yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> she did. No, Kirby's the new killer. That's what she's coming back for. She has PTSD. She's been in a mental hospital. She escaped that mental hospital. Now she's the killer. She's going to be killing everybody. She's going to kill Chad. She's going to kill Mindy. She's going to kill Sam. She's going to leave Jenna Ortega because she used to babysit her. Wow. That's too much of an address. But, but I do got an interesting idea, though. I'm thinking about this. In the past movies... Okay, in the next one, I mean, it goes out saying there has to be a killer. Somebody has to be a killer in the next one. There's two roads you can go, and one is way more interesting. There's going to be new cast members. There's going to be new boyfriends, Mm -hmm. new people. Mm -hmm. Clearly, the gut instinct as you're watching it is like, hey. It's the boyfriend. One of these new motherfuckers is the killer. It's the boyfriend. I hope not. That would be a second time. (laughs) Jack. Damn it, Jack Quaid. But, but what I'm saying is that if the movie is just as, as simple as, hey, one of the new people is the killer, yeah, okay, that's fine. It's bold to have one of the survivors from this one actually be the killer of the next one. I don't think I've seen that before. I'm saying PTSD can fuck with you. I, know, I want to see it, though. I don't want, I don't want um, the new mysterious character they introduce is the killer. I want one of these characters to be the killer because it's, it's more be interesting. It's not going to be Sam. It's going to be Sam. Her dad is Billy Loomis. That's too predictable, though. That's fair. I guarantee you that's probably where the trilogy ends up. I think Mindy should be the killer. But I bet you... Mindy's too boring. I bet you they're going to go the safe route, though. Chad. There's going to be some new character in the friendship circle who is like a nice guy, and they trust him, and he's the killer. It's going to be Jenna Ortega's boyfriend. Whoever that guy is, is the killer. Well, no, it can't be, because they're technically doing our rehash of the trilogy then it's going to be some random joe schmo that they're going to show in one scene and that's it my problem is if they've gone through that just being self-aware how cautious would they be in making new friends if i'm jenny or- <laughs> if i'm jenny ortega i'm not letting anybody in to be a friend because amber was am i right her her best friend yeah she shouldn't be having an it's actually bad writing if her or sam the movie's going to take place probably like a year or two later. If either of them actually have a new boyfriend, I know it sounds like, it doesn't mean they have to be single for the rest of their lives, but it's actually bad writing if they actually, two years later, have some kind of close new boyfriend. And then if something starts, and then after that first kill, they should immediately break up with the boyfriend if there is one and be like, hey, it's nothing personal, but my last boyfriend I'm highly me. suspect <laughs> you're my new boyfriend and someone just died, it's probably you. Like, if, it's, if it wants to be smart as a script, it should have them hanging out with each other, but there shouldn't be like all these new people hanging out with them because that just seems very like they wouldn't do that. Well, hell, in the original two script, wasn't the boyfriend actually supposed to be the killer? Yeah. 
So uh, instead of what actually happens to him, so. Yeah, and it was going to be him, and it was going to be her best friend, Haley. Yeah. So it was like, and you could do that once where you have, like, it's just, again, it's too typical, like, the new people she trusts, the, her best friend and the boyfriend, they happen to be the killers. But if you think about it, if you've gone through something like that, I don't think you're going to, like, you're not going to immediately have, like, a new boyfriend you trust. So going off know. of my theory from part five, that Ghostface is actually a hitman. Maybe he's just getting tired of people using his damn name, so he goes crazy. So he goes wait, to wait, this wait, place wait, 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 wait. to finish the job. Wait, 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 wait! You said something and quickly just moved on. I, I didn't what, move wait, on. What, what? What? What was his theory? The theory was Ghostface is actually a hitman hired by the kill by the antagonist, and then the reason the antag- Ghostface becomes a bumbling idiot is because his contract is up. So the antagonists have to take over the role to continue making it look like Ghostface Killer is the killer. Folks, listeners out there in the world, what you have to understand is that when Nick says these things, he actually has a serious face as he's saying it. He's not joking. He actually believes that this stuff is plausible. It makes me like his theories more because he actually 100% (laughs) believes it with his heart. It's sad, but it's true. So in this next movie, the Ghostface Hitman Killer will not be hired this time. And this time, he's actually going to be annoyed because he's going to be the laughing stock because this time he let four people survive. Sure. Actually, no, six people survive. Too many survivors. Too many survivors. So this time, he's going into clean house. Yep. He's going to leave Sydney alone because he's noticed every single time someone's fought Sydney, they die. So he's leaving Sydney alone. But he's going after the others. The other five. He's going to kill Gail first. That's going to be our opening get- death scene is Gail. Then he's going to get Chad, because Chad was supposed to die, but he didn't. Uh, then he's going to get Mindy, because she fucking sucks. He's going to get Sam. Oh, wait a minute. He's <laughs> going to get Sam, because Sam has her daddy's ghost helping her, so she's actually the bigger threat. Right. And then she's going to go after Jenna Ortega, but she is actually going to train in martial arts to be able to handle herself in a fight against the ghost face killer, in which case, it comes to find out it's actually Bruce Willis because he's the jackal and <laughs> he blows up the entire college, killing everybody, including Jenna Ortega, and Damn then he it, walks man. away. Damn you, Bruce Willis. I don't know how the jackal got somehow got in that, but... That was a quite, the, <laughs> quite the obscure reference. I mean, I, I don't think more than I don't think anyone knows. six people in Idaho have seen the jackal, so... Bruce Willis and what what was it? Gene something? Richard 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 Gere. Gere. Richard Gere. Richard Gere, that's it. That's actually two big actors. That should have been a hit movie, but um, I mean I liked it. Hey, that brings up an interesting point though. If you are gonna be a new killer in the Scream series, like the let's say let's just actually project the future sequels, right? Anybody who's gonna be a Scream killer isn't as a as a Scream killer, if you're thinking about it, you're planning out to be the killer, right? Isn't the, mo- isn't the most biggest thing you could do is not even a murder spree? Literally, just if you can find Sydney and kill her, isn't that the most Ooh. biggest accomplishment a scream killer can do is literally just killing Sydney? Like, think about that. In the, in the legacy of, like, the Stab movies and all like that, somebody killing Sydney is bigger than random 10-person killing spree at the college. So, so that's kind of going to be a plot hole going forward. It's like... Anybody who knows the history of the movie is going to be like, hey, 
fuck everything else. If I just kill Sydney, I'm the biggest scream killer of all time. And then instead of turning it into a slasher, you can make it into a full blown mystery. Yeah. <clears throat> and and Sydney, I don't think. Um, well, okay, maybe she's not listening to the phone book. But how um how she probably how, pretty easy how off the grid is she? Because if I'm her, okay, maybe I don't change my name. But if I'm Cindy, I gotta be thinking someone's gonna come for me again eventually. There's no peace. She's gotta be thinking these Scream fans are thinking too much. The staff fans are thinking too much about legacy and stuff like that. Some motherfucker's gonna be like, figure out, hey, the one thing a, a, like the fan can do, because you saw you saw how much Amber took pride in killing Dewey. Yeah, and that's like one of the legacy characters. But I still like, like the fact she used two knives for that kill. Oh, well, yeah. I, I know people find it stupid. I just like the fact she used two. It's like, okay, you keep surviving with one, so let's do two. I thought it was like <laughs> she, was, she, she knew the movies. She was like, this fucker always survives. <laughs> like, we gotta make, I got to gut him to make sure he's actually dead. Otherwise, And she just, not only gutted him, but she de-spined him, too. <laughs> I was almost like, just stab him in the front repeatedly. Stay away from his back, because his fucking back is, he has Iron Man's armor on his back. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. she did both. But yeah, that, that's, that's the one thing if the plan is now... We leave Sydney alone in, in peace and wherever, and we just follow new characters for like the next 10 sequels. At the end of every stream movie, the killer, the big reveal is like a 20 minute speech they give about the franchise and the legacy and this and that. Again, if somebody's planning that, it's almost a, a plot hole for them not to be like, hey, why don't I just fucking target Sydney? I'm more, I'm gonna be remembered forever if I just kill Sydney. So, so that's why I tricky. think that's why I say the hitman killer is. Oh man, get out of here! Man. Because he I know, doesn't give I know a shit. Samuel Jackson hires him, and then he just whatever. He man. does not care about legacy. He does not care about the movies. He just cares about making money. And if people keep beating him, then how is he going to continue making money? This is true. But still, you can't tell me it's. It's either he is a hitman because he's because when in the Ghostface outfit, all these killers are badass. Right. But outside of the Ghostface outfit, they're wimpy. True. So it's either this is a hitman or the Ghostface costume is somehow possessing and turning you into some type of weird. Entity like yeah, well, Billy Loomis thing. Well, the, I mean, fans have always said this. Basically, the the Ghostface character is different from what we eventually get. Whoever who's playing Ghostface, because whoever Ghostface is in Part Five, that doesn't seem like Amber being superhuman there and like lifting guys up and overpowering like stronger men. But then we're told in the movie that that was Amber. It's like, well, okay. I mean, I don't, I see she's psychotic, but. No, I mean, <laughs> the way she killed the one dude, what? just a straight up, who's stronger? Yeah. And this fucker just like, ah, I'm like, no. there's no way that he isn't holding her and off. And also, when you see how tall Ghostface is compared to Wes, because he has at least a good two or three inches on him. Yeah. Well, and then... I mean, granted, yeah, he's wearing boots, but come on. And then I get that Dewey eventually gets the better of her, but... For a couple that minutes, was mainly because he got shot. He shoots her. <laughs> yeah, for a couple minutes, it looks like she's about to fuck up Dewey too. Um, I, I don't know, but I mean, that would all work. That would still probably do the best fight. That whole movie works if the whole thing is um, the guy, what's his face, in the costume, Jack Wade. Then you're like, okay, well, the dude's kind of a, a geek, but 
he could probably do that. But when it's revealed basically that it's all pretty much Amber Amber is the killer, you're kind of like, that's very bold for Amber the killer to be like, one-on-one be like, I'm going to fuck these guys up one-on-one. If I knew it was Amber the costume and it's Wes in the house, I'm scared for Amber. I'm like, like you're going to attack him. Like, what if he, once he takes the, if he gets the mask off, he's going to, if he took the mask off and saw Amber, but like, you're right with the, the mask on and you're just like, oh my God, it's ghost face. It's like, psh, that's why that's five foot Amber. I, I don't get, care how psychotic she is to our audience. The hitman theory makes so much fucking sense now. You know, <laughs> you're just proving my point. I, I can't believe that you keep topping yourself. Every theory <laughs> is worse than the last. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. All right. I want to switch to something else too, before we go. Okay. What's up? The new Halloween movie coming out. Oh God. Halloween ends. Let, let's, let me just preface this by saying, since I didn't like the other two, I haven't, I don't have a lick of anything going on with Halloween ends. Well, nothing's really come out, information-wise. I do know that... Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. And there's an actual time jump of four years. So, I kind of hope so. So, this takes place four years later, which begs the question of, what has Michael been doing for four years? But apparently he's gone off to try IHOP's new pancakes and relax. And now he's I bet back. they're not fluffy. There's some weird thing they said. I don't know if they're actually going to be in the story, but they said Michael, like, it's almost like something to do with, like, where the movie takes place in a post-COVID world, which is weird to think in. If COVID has some place in the Halloween world, then you're kind of like, fuck this shit. This just tells you that they're running out of ideas. But I don't you pick something stupid of, like, everybody's wearing a mask so Michael can blend in? It's so so easy to do that, though. Think about it. Was it how's he going to blend in? Everyone's wearing just a... The mask over their nose and mouth. He's wearing a damn William Shatner mask. No, but if he sees everybody wearing that mask, maybe temporarily he gets back into town with the mask on. And then maybe when he gets to Lori's house, he puts his regular William Shatner mask on. I say they really should have just left this series alone. I know John Carpenter was behind something. The music, that's all. (laughs) Nothing else, the score. But still, they should have left this series alone. Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills were both probably the worst Halloween movies I have seen. And I've seen and owned the Rob Zombie movies. They made the right decision. You know why? Uh, Those movies made a shitload of money. Apparently, but... It was not an exercise in, in art. It was exercise in commerce. Money. And it's, I don't understand how. Because Michael Myers is fucking popular. It's not necessarily the quality of the movie. Michael Myers is... And in today's world, the most iconic villain is Michael Myers. Now, I did hear that apparently a lot of people actually had an issue with Halloween Kills because Michael was acting a lot more like Jason instead of like Michael. Yeah, we should separate. If we take our thoughts out of it, we didn't like either of them. In the actual world, Halloween 2018 is highly respected. Halloween Kills is looked at as a piece of shit. Actually, by the world actually sees Halloween Kills as a bad movie. Halloween 2018, for some reason, gets a pass because there's some, like, a great slasher movie. But Halloween Kills looked at as a piece of shit. Which is weird because... So, they got that. Because everyone says Halloween 2018, Michael is Michael. He's stealthy. He's I was like, no, there's a whole damn 30-minute segment of him just going into houses, killing everybody. That is a Jason thing. Yeah, true. So, if you want to say Halloween Kills sucks because it's not Michael, it's Jason, Ni- neither why does them, 2018 get a pass? Neither of them capture... The Michael of the original first two Halloween movies is a pure stalker. Yes. 
He stalks his prey. He quietly kills them one-on-one if he can. He doesn't want any attention. He doesn't want to fight any mob or anything like that. And the only reason they, never, he gets, they, they didn't capture that. The only reason he gets more kills also in Halloween 2 than Halloween 1 is... He's in the hospital. Yeah, it's such a close confinement that even being stealthy, he's going to run into plenty of people throughout his yeah. time. Well, his process is basically, he's like, okay, I got a better chance of taking out Lori if I get rid of the hospital staff. And that makes sense, but it's not like um, him going through the entire town of Haddonfield and fucking everybody up. And, and I still don't understand why... I know Halloween Kills mentions that he's not after Lori. He doesn't give a shit about Lori. But in the first movie... So, or in 2018, so many times he said he wants you. It's like, no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't care about her. Also, how did that cop survive? He should have bled out. Yeah, worse. Well, the car ran over him, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> His head the, was crushed. What about the stabbing? A car ran over him. They, <laughs> so the continuity is pretty bad that he's still alive. So The continuity but, is bad throughout. But that said, I mean, I, I love Michael Myers, so I'm hoping they give a good movie. So I don't know. <sighs> I just, I, even though I didn't like 2018, I can still see where some people like it. It's not horrible. I just didn't care for it. People, but, people love two things. Michael Myers and they love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, well, so Jamie Lee Curtis is always a great actress. So as long as they're in the movie, it makes it watchable. But the part She's that, barely in Halloween Kills, though. Yeah. The part that also really annoyed me is, again, this is a test audience thing. And it's also the fact that they wanted to turn this into a trilogy. But the original ending of 2018, to me, sounded like a pretty decent ending. It was after the whole house fight scene. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are both outside the house. Uh While the house is burning down, Uh the granddaughter and the daughter got away. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis stays stays behind and has a one-on-one knife fight. With Michael Myers, where they both slice and dice and kill each other. Yes. Where that was, if the movie did not do well, that was going to be on the DVD set of pretty much this is the end of the series. Because mm-hmm. this movie didn't do well, here's the actual end of the series. Michael Myers is dead. Because yep. it did well, we get what we got. And I didn't like it. Because how the fuck did Michael know there was a trap door? In that I don't basement, know. how does Jay? How does Michael know anything? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, dr- as far as him driving, I've came I've came to the idea that driving is not that hard. He just figured it out by himself. Okay. No, it's not. Especially if you're not driving a manual. Yeah, I mean, he just got in the car for five minutes, looked around, and said, "Okay, I mean, I can do this shit." I mean, come on. And then crashed into a tree. And Michael's not an idiot. He's not like Jason. No. He's a stealth, smart person. So. So. So you're not. You're not super... You know, we should see that in theaters. Because we can do an early review of that if we see it in theaters. Oh, God. This one's not coming to Peacock. Oh, it's not? No, we gotta go see that in theaters. Ah, oh, you're gonna make me see it in theaters. Because, man, we can get that early review on it. That, that would be perfect for our YouTube channel. Okay. I will go see it in theaters. You're paying for it, though. What? <laughs> I'm just seeing a matinee. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to 1 o'clock. That is fine. Bring your own popcorn, motherfucker. <laughs> I will buy them. Uh, you know what? You buy for the tickets, I'll buy the snacks. And that will probably actually equal out. True. That's fair. And usually large drinks are refillable. 
even though no one makes it through a large drink. Yeah, I mean, have you seen? You, <laughs> They're I'll, like 64 I'll, ounces. I'll take a medium. I'm good on the large. So I don't think. <laughs> and it, if we get a movie, though, I'm probably ordering wings, not pizza, not popcorn. I assume the movie's an hour and a half and not four hours. It's probably going to be two. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the, first, the last two were two. All right. Two, so, two. So, folks, you're here first. Day after Halloween comes out, we're going to have an early review of that. I'm still not looking forward to that. I'm not going to watch the trailer, and I'm not going to read anything about it. The last two movies, I've read everything about it before it came out, watched the trailer, studied everything, so I kind of knew what happened before I saw it. I'm going to go in totally cold in this one, I think. I'm going to go in totally pissed. Cool. <laughs> Damn it, man. I'll still give it a, a chance, and you're like, what chance are you giving it when you're pissed? Folks, I hope you enjoyed us talking about current events. You know, we'll see get get the feedback from Jeremy in Idaho and see what he thinks and maybe change the whole format based on what he says. I don't think so. I already know what Jeremy's going to say. You need to get rid of that Nick person. He's so fucking offensive. Well, that's the emails I get from him. That's what he says. That's what he tells me. Fuck um, you, Jeremy from Wisconsin. In the meantime, it's time for everybody. If you haven't seen Scream 5, to go watch Scream 5. If you haven't seen Halloween Kills, just... Still don't watch it. But, <laughs> but before Halloween ends come out, just try to watch it so you know what's going on. Don't watch it. You don't even need it. Guarantee you Halloween ends will just take place after Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills never happened. I mean, there are, this is the age of requels. Damn it, man. I hate that word requels. <laughs> Fucking requels, man. Where should, right. we, where should we banned? You, and as usual, you don't have to go home. You do got to get out of here. Get some chicken wings. Go to your local Hooters. Hey, sweet Jesus, everyone who is not married, you're going to get these people thrown in jail, man. Flirt. No, there's nothing. There's nothing illegal with flirting. Put on your smooth moves. Try and get yourself a date and then comment below. Nick's creepiness aside, everything else is a spot on. <laughs> Go get some chicken wings. Visit your local Hooters. Get some appetizers. Their mozzarella sticks are pretty good. Their onion rings are also really good. And uh, the food is overall trash, but they have some good things. And most likely, Vic is going to replace me with Tony Todd next week. So, damn right. Got him on speed dial. You got him on speed dial? Yep. Uh, or the Crypt Keeper, one of the two. <laughs> that was the Crypt Keeper in his old age. So that's what he sounds like now. <laughs> <laughs> he's already old. He's nothing but bone. Oh, he's now more, more bone. <laughs> he's, he's dust now. He's dust now. All right, everyone. Have fun. Good night. Don't get Vic any chicken nuggets. He doesn't deserve them tonight. Damn it, man. I'm going to Taco Bell. Taco Hell. Well, get yourself one of those chicken taco sandwiches. Ooh. And on that note. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Why am I talking to that voice? What the fuck?